Yo, 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 it's your boy Joe. It's your boy Greg, and we are the co-pilots from Coast to Coast. We do the most, so what's your flight? Whatever it is, we got you covered. Yeah, man, today is uh, Halloween day. Happy Halloween to all the subscribers, all our listeners today, man. Happy Halloween. We hope you guys are enjoying the festivities. I know me, man, I've been ra- had to run around get some candy for people out in the neighborhood. Man, they came. Uh-huh. I didn't have- so I was like, oh, man, I forgot Halloween. It was like 5, 6 o'clock. Kids were already out in the neighborhood uh, trick-or-treating, so... I had to go run to the store real quick, get some candy. <laughs> so, nah, since I did that, ain't nobody answer, ain't been ringing the doorbell. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, well, dang, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's really going on? So, hey, man. So, but if it, if it don't, I'm going to eat some of the candy. And I got my grandkids here, so they're going to probably smash oh, most of that. Oh, man. So, um, but what's been up with you, though, Greg? Man, you already know the same old thing, man. You know, just, you know, I always, you know, the main three. God, family. Then get this money. You feel me? I feel you. That's what it's. Hey, that's what that's that's what it's always about, man. That bread, man. And um, I want to just before we get started, man. I want I know people probably that the listeners, uh, and even some of the people that may be watching this that gonna get a chance to watch this when they do get on YouTube for, for a reason why my background been so different these last couple podcasts. I think right now, um, for me being in the space I'm in right now. The the, the the sound quality sound a whole lot better. And um it's just, I felt right now I'm in, in the process of moving. So once I get to the new spot, I'm going to have a dope studio like uh, for when we do these podcasts, man. It's going to be a nice setup, man. And I just can't wait to move in. So it's going to be just a little bit of work in progress. But for right now, we kind of like in a temporary little setup for right here for now. So that's what the reason for the change. That's why I don't be. I'm not in the background, man. Nah, I like kind of my background, not this background, but other backgrounds that I've had. I like it because of the setting. So it is what it is. But that's why I want to do. So ready to go? Let's let's ride, baby. So where you want to start at this week, brother? Um, you know we you know like I said, I always say, man, Saturday come before Sunday. So we we got it. We got it done. I got my boy Big Daddy Kane in here, man. Good job. Aaron, Representing. What's going on, boy? You know, we had to come represent, you know, Dallas in the building. One time for that, Big Daddy <laughs> Kane. Also, one time for the bros. Cubes. Okay, then. That's what's up. So, we're going to get right into it since we got you on. I didn't know you was going to come in so early. So, we're going to get right into the NBA. We're going to talk uh, NBA first, uh, Greg. Then we're going, yeah. to, we're going to NFL. And, That's cool. uh, and uh, baseball, so let's go. So let's go right into uh, NBA, man. So biggest news that came out today: uh, James Harden was traded to the uh, Clippers. I think honestly, uh, the the Clippers they got actually got out on this trade. You got James Harden, and you got another piece. Um, you give up some future draft assets. Um, I think uh, they the Clippers are all in on winning the tip this year, man. I mean, if they can stay relatively healthy. If Kawhi can play most of the season, if Paul George can stay healthy, this Clippers team might be the favorite in the West, man. I don't know. What's your guys' thoughts, though? Uh, I'm going to start with you, uh, Kane. Man, we got a lot going on. So, so I agree with you there. Clippers are all in. You can see it. You got four superstars sharing one court. So this is like OKC years ago on steroids. I mean, you got Harden. Uh, you got Westbrook. And you got my man, Paul George, with the addition of a uh, uh, NBA champion, MVP, Kawhi Leonard. The only thing is, it's only one basketball on the court. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, man. 
<laughs> that offense, only one person can shoot it. So really it's going to be interesting to see how Ty Lue switches up the lineup because you only have three three players that can play off ball. And then you got Westbrook, whose jump shot been broke probably since he was born, since UCLA. So you're going to have to get somebody off the bench. Somebody's going to have to be humble. But I think it's more of a future move. I think it's more of a future because – I believe two of those players are off contract. You got Harden that's gone. He'll be off contract. And then also right. Kawhi. So that frees up a lot of capital for the Clippers to let those two L.A. boys go. It's going to be sad. Or they can re-sign for less, but they can also go after a major free agent, maybe a big man in the interior, and come back next year twice as hard. So I think it's a win-win for both teams. What you think, Greg? Me, myself, you know, this is my biggest problem with that is where your rebounding is going to come from. I mean, you have I mean, you have four small guys on the court. You know, your biggest man, you have Zubat out there by himself. You know, who's going to be that guy to box out? You know, who's going to be the other guy to rebound while Zubat um, box out? And so, you know, I think with that lineup, to me, and you know, it might sound crazy to a lot of people, I probably would have Harden coming off the bench being the sixth man, you know, I think that for for um the Sixers, I think their biggest thing they just wanted to relieve themselves of that headache. They didn't want to deal with it anymore, so they was willing to take whatever they could. You know, I mean, players they got, I mean, I guess they can fill in over there, which I think Sixers still would be a good team. You know, Sixers still would be a good team with the players they still have, and um. The question is, will this move make them better? I think it provides depth for them, for the Sixers. But for the Clippers, I think that, man, it's it's like getting – you have – you have, like I mean, like on paper, everything's look great. Everything look great when you look yeah. at the names. But how are you going to get all these players to coexist with each other, you know? And well, then you look – Ty Lue, man, he's real good with, uh, with handling uh, superstars. You look at how he's handled with Kawhi. In all the scrutiny that we give Kawhi, Ty Lue handled that situation very well, in my opinion, man. Even when Russell Westbrook came uh, over midseason last year, you know, yeah. to bring him on, to uh, like to embrace him, and, and you didn't really hear no hiccups from this squad. So I really don't think the personality squad get those guys to fit. The buy ain't going to be is, is James Harden going to play some damn defense? That's my, that's my fucking play. Oh, is he oh, going to buy in and play defense? Oh, you got to play defense if you play for Ty Lue. But the real thing to think about it, this this team is now going to have the attitude of a college team. They got something to prove. All four of them do. And then the second thing is this. They all from where? West side. They all from Cali. Cali These dudes been playing against each other their whole lives. So now the Clippers have a hometown feel. The fans are going to be into it. The question is this, though, in the West. Who's the top dog in the West to y'all? Oh, Denver. I would say right now, man, uh, you got to get the Denver, dog, until you, beat the, you gotta beat the champ first. I'm going to get the Denver. The way they so, play opening, I like that. So, by popular belief, the best teams in the West are Denver, uh, and then I hate the Lakers, but you got to talk about the Lakers because they got that man, LeBron, and they got <laughs> AD. And then the third would be KD, Devin Booker, and Bradley Beal. But when you look at those lineups, there's only one big man in the West you got to really worry about, and that is the Joker. 
they don't really they won't really get exposed. What other big man? AD is big, but he doesn't really play big at times. So what other big man will they really have to look out for other than those two? They could get by. They can get by based upon talent and do what they do really good. So I think it's kind of a risk, but it's also like, hey, we done given this Kawhi experiment, Paul George, giving it three years. If it's not working, let's go all in. And if not, we're going to free up some cap space, blow it up and make some trades. So I think it was a win-win for Steve Ballmer. He's clearing out space, but also he's going all in. He's giving back to Cali. Now, I agree. Uh, to to go back to what you were saying about like you know, like what big man they have to work worry about. I understand what you're saying because it's not a lot of elite big men in the West. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you still have those that can still rebound. You know, like when you look at you look at um, let's take for example um, Golden State. With their big man, Ooh. I mean, um, you his name come. I don't know why I can't think of it. Right uh, oh, you talking about Looney Tunes? Looney Tunes? Karan Looney. Karan Looney is a great rebounder. I mean, even like if we go back to names like Tristan Thompson, and I'm talking about how the game is today. Like if we look at names like Tristan Thompson, like when he was at, at Cleveland. Tristan Thompson wasn't on nobody's all-star list, but Tristan Thompson was one of the best rebounders, not only rebounders, but probably one of the best offensive rebounders in the game. So even when you think about that, like the smaller, you always have to account for account for that, you know, because you still have power fours as in there. You have AD as a power four, but he can out-rebound a lot of centers, you know. I don't know. I, I got to say, if, if we're bringing up Kevon Looney, so you got Kevon Looney as their big man, but the Clippers right. have Zubak. So who's, who, who's, who's the Golden State Warriors backup big? Who they got? Draymond? Well, um, really, Draymond right. and Kawhi, really about the same size. So, yes, Draymond probably is a better rebounder, but are you really going right. to be at that big of a disadvantage? You're only looking at two teams that you'll have to worry about as far as contenders. And if you want to throw in Dallas in there, maybe, but they don't have enough firepower mm-hmm. to compete. So I, I think it's a good move. And we still got a trade deadline. Absolutely. Well, well, you can never say it's a bad – I can't say it's a bad move, but that's, like, one of the things, like, one of my concerns about that team. Like, I'm not saying to say that – to say that I would not – have never made that move, but that is a bad move. But I say that would be my biggest concern for that team going forward. That And that's why I had stated that. I would put James Harden as a six man. Yeah, they also got that uh, that man that's all over Instagram right now to be the contract, uh, Dwight Howard. That's been acting a little funny in the streets. <laughs> oh yeah. So I mean, if they really get that down, <laughs> he's there. Yeah, he's, and, and you know, man, that that's that's my dude, man. I'm an Orlando fan. That's my dude, man. I, I you know, oh, man. damn, how that damn. But that, man, <laughs> speaking of Orlando, man, since you know that's my that's the home team, man. You know hey, they open up the season. We two and zero. I like I like how we looking so far defensively. I think we're playing better defensively. Offensive scoring is still we, two and one. we still problem. Yeah, Orlando Magic two and zero right now. No, we two and one. We just lost to um we lost to the Lakers last night. Lost the last night. Okay, cool. See, yeah, I ain't watching game. game, man. We fought with them. We had the lead, man, and we lost the lead at the end, man. See, I just think the, the Orlando Magic's man is to shoot. 
Like, right. we don't get consistent shooting on a nightly basis. And then Pablo Banchero, he's still learning the game. He's still developing. Um, he still don't got a jump shot, so he's just playing off raw talent right now. So I think that's one of the th- the knocks on this team. I still don't like that. I don't think the Orlando Magic is going to make we, – we're a playing team, bro. Like, I ain't going to even get my hopes up. I don't, I don't think know, we dog. do agency, man. I, I think y'all got a good foundation with Paolo, friends. You got two bigs right there that I don't think anybody in the East has an answer as far as a 3-4 combo. But then y'all got uh, Wendell Carter Jr., who's one of those rebounders you talked about. He's right. solid. Really what right. it is is, is Jalen Suggs <laughs> and Markel Fultz, are they who we thought they were? We know what Cole no. Anthony can do off the bench, but those right. two, what are they here for? I, I don't know, man. That's a that's a question that Orlando Magic that I've been trying to get Orlando Magic fans to, to try to solve because I think we we, we got to make a decision on Jalen or either uh folks like one of them can't we gonna have to, one of them ain't gonna be on the roster moving forward like I, I see it one of them not gonna be whether they go package them in the trade deadline I don't know but I don't see they I don't think they it just it's just not enough and they don't they don't provide enough shooting for us on a consistent basis. We need a bona fide guy, bucket guy that we can get a bucket from. Like Ponchero, he ain't there yet. He's just not there yet. We need somebody to play alongside him. Now, France is good. And I think it's a bit, like you said, it's a good foundational piece. But we still, I think, you know, competing. When you look at the Bucks, shit, he, hell, even Miami Heats, they're a gritty team, but they play real. They're, they, they're a good team as well. And then you look at um, what's the other team that's competing in the East? Uh, Celtics. We're nowhere near those guys. We 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 I mean we can we can't beat those guys on a consistent basis. No, nah, no, nah, but it's baby steps. I think this year you find out about those two guards, you're gonna have a decent draft pick. But also I think maybe you might make a trade, get like a mid point guard, maybe like a two guard, some shooting like you guys said. But they're they're on the right track. They're winning more games than a year before. So they're on yeah. the right track. What you think, Greg? Well, you know, um, you know what I pointed – same thing I pointed out last season, you know, is to get all the players in sync with each other. You know, it's like you see a lot of isolation ball. Now, I, I will say this. I have seen more plays where they played in sync. and But I think that our biggest thing is that we play a lot of isolation ball and we don't have that type of player to play isolation ball, isolation ball that can t- – you have to have a player that can take over a game. We don't have one of those players. You know, we find players when they can make shots like Wagner. You know, Wagner is a, is a sharpshooter. I think Wagner is, is one of the, the best – could be one of the best three-point shooters in the game, you know, along with I think that Cole Anthony could be one of the best six men. So we do have pieces, but we need our star player. Whoever going to be our star player, they have to take that next step. You know, and like an- another thing, I you know, um, um, Isaac, Jonathan Isaac. Oh, man. If I look man, at he like, been, John- he's had to stay healthy, bro. That should be dog, that's he, his, dog. Dog, that's Jonathan, me off, Jonathan Isaac, if he can stay healthy, he probably is one of the best defenders in the game. If he stay on the court. Man, you know? we still hoping that bubble. We want bubble Jonathan Isaac back. That's what we want. That's what the mm-hmm. Orlando Magic organization do. Banking on is Bubble Jonathan Isaac. That's what they think. But and what, he showed they... he showed that in the first two games. You know, I you know he he's been showing that defensively. Listen, man, it's a long season, so that's why yeah. I'm like, 
we got to see how the first 10 games look. And then we can say, all right, kind of get yeah. an idea. I think that's how I do it. Every In the NBA, I always do uh, every 10 games or 10 because, you know, it's just too many fucking games. So, but yeah, let's just see how you look after the first 10 games. But nah, yeah, I got to get rid of We made a good start, got- man. Go ahead. What's that? Y'all, y'all gotta get it. Y'all gotta get rid of uh, what's his name, Joe Ingles. I'm ready for him to go. He don't match the vibe of the city. He just don't really ball don't. to me. He need to go. He need to go. Get your little point I, I, guard I, for him. But see, that's the thing, man. With the front office, man. Like, I don't think a lot of Orlando Magic fans when we signed him was hyped about that signing because we knew we needed shooting, but we didn't right. think Joe Ingles was gonna be the guy we were signed. You know what I'm saying? But speaking of that, um. Let's let's say it went to another team uh, from Texas, Houston Rockets, man. Because I know a lot of Orlando Magic fans want us to sign Fred Van Fleet. And right now they what? They haven't won a game yet, have they? Because M.A. Udoka, man, I thought they was going to be playing a lot better right now. The pieces with Dylan Brooks, you bringing in Fred Van Fleet, coach. I thought this, this team was going to be playing a lot better. And look at the way Orlando just dominated them, man. I was very, very shocked. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's about continuation. I mean, a lot of the times when you're bringing back players, rotation players, and the familiarity is going to win you games, but you're bringing in a new point guard. The cornerstone of your franchise, Jalen Green is what? He can't even go to a bar yet. That boy is still drinking milk. I think he's like 20. He's 20 <laughs> <Yeah>. years old. They're going to call him. Right, right. You got Vinny <laughs> Ron Artest and Dylan Brooks, and then uh, they got a big man. I can't remember his name, but a foreigner. I like him. But they I got you talking about, yeah, yeah. They, they got pieces, but I think the real thing is for them just to get better. Look at these pieces. You just got rid of uh, the jailbird dude beating on his girl. So at this point, oh, yeah. Porter. <laughs> yeah, my uh, Porter. I forgot his first name, but Porter. So you got him. Got rid of him, but they got so many guards over there. I think that they probably looking to make a trade, but just to identify what pieces we want. And do we believe in these young guys? So they kind of in that Orlando phase where they're figuring it out. But they got a good coach. So they'll get it done. I like Indoka, like man. I really do. He's uh, – you seen what he was able to do at that Celtics team, how he was able to just, like, get those boys to play and buy in. And, like, um, I, I like what they're they doing. It's just – let's just see what he can do. I, I ain't panicking right now, but it's a lot of people in certain circles. They 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 looking at it like, oh, oh, the the uh, the Rockets, they got they buyer's remorse type shit. So it's like I said, it's still early. What you thought, Greg? Um, Houston, a young team, man. You know, like I say, man, I think um, I think Fred Van Fleet was the right pickup for them. You know, and it's like I said, it's still early, so. You know, when you have a point guard, experienced point guard, he's around a bunch of young players, you know, a lot of times it take a few games before that chemistry come around. A lot of times your other players are not up up to speed, you know, with how your point guard can play, you know. And um, I say, man, that that was one of the things I wish we would have did. I wish we would have got a, 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 a floor general, you know, like, I, you know, I was always talking about Ray John Rondo. You know, like one of the probably one of the best floor generals. Well, I'm not gonna say he's one of the best. Now he's up in age, but you know, with players like that, man, it take a, a while before the other players to get in sync because how the game is today. You know, it's not a lot of cohesiveness out there on the court. You know, when you see see one dude with the ball and everybody go at the three point line, 
and allow this person to get busy and try to make a play going to the hole. You know, it's not a lot of players that can move without the ball now. Yeah. What you was going to say? You got something to say, Kane? Hey, I was going to say, he'll figure it out. He may, I mean, this man, how many many dudes can you really say had knee along? (laughs) He going to figure this out. For that shit though, man. He took a lot of heat for that, man. Damn, man. And I, I felt bad for him, man. Like, damn, dog. Uh, he got it. He got it. He's a goat. He's a goat. But the East is loaded. The East is loaded. Yeah, that's what's definitely, man. Um, definitely. Uh, so uh, let me ask you guys uh, another question. Right now, what who is your uh who is your favorite uh for the Eastern Conference and who is your favorite for the Western Conference and why? I think I think for me that's kind of I mean East is kind of easy for me. Well, I wouldn't even say that. I'm, I'm going to go with Milwaukee. Um, you know I'm gonna go with Milwaukee. I think Dame Dollars. I think he's hungry. Um, the players that's there already showed that they have a pedigree of winning. You still have your core pieces with um, you still have you know um Greek Freak, um Middle, Chris Middleton still there. You know, so I mean, you still have your core pieces. There are dudes that 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 know how to win. Um, I I really can't say Boston right now. I mean, I I really felt like Boston was one of those teams that was that that did bad in the off season, but until I seen that they inquired um Drew Holiday, I think that was a good pickup for them. They have a real point guard out there now. In the West, man, I, I gotta say Denver still, man, like. I think Denver. Um, I think Denver re- can re- can repeat, man. So let's let's talk about the East. The East is where it's at. So going back to the trade today with Harden, we talked about one side, but the other side of that is teams are gearing up against Milwaukee. Milwaukee played sloppy the other night, lost to Atlanta from turnovers, but you can see they have like little spurts of greatness. But if you look in the past years, Embiid was guarding uh, Giannis. You know, he was kind of a last resort when Ben Simmons was bullshitting, I guess going through whatever he was, not on the court. So now what did they do? They get rid of Harden, say, we're going to invest in Maxi. We're going to let Harris take some more jumpers, but we're going to get long athletic wingmen. Why? More bodies to handle Giannis. You have Maxi. A few of those smaller little guards that can kind of keep up with Dame as well. But also they can guard Dame as well. Robert Covington can switch off of one through five. So I think Milwaukee is a team to beat. Boston is not a talent thing. It's just, are they mature? Are they mature enough to actually execute? Will their role players step up? Will they do what they're supposed to is Jalen being the highest paid player in the league? Is he worth the money that they're paying him? So I think Boston is is, is a close second, but Cleveland is scary too. Once they get Darius Garland back, I would say, and you can't count out playoff Jimmy. So the East is is kind of to be determined, but I would say Milwaukee by far. The West, I'm not sold on Denver, bro. I'm not sold <laughs> on them, bro. I'm not. Man, Y'all proud of these boys. I, I got to. I mean, if I had to pick, I gotta pick somebody. I gotta pick somebody. Why not? Why not the defending champs? You know, this is why. Because Brown, uh, 
Brown is not Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown. He's not Bruce Brown. This this second year player, he is not electric off the bench. They expecting stuff from him. I don't believe in him. I don't believe in Reggie Jackson. I don't believe in Michael Porter Jr. I don't think though their role players will show up when the time is needed. I don't. I think you're going to see teams like L.A. get better and used to LeBron playing less minutes. I think the Mavericks have something to say once Kyrie hits his stride. I think even Golden State might have something to say as Kaminga and Moody get more uh, used to their things. And then also with the Clippers. So I I don't believe in Denver at this point. I I think they're fake gangsters. And I think Phoenix is to be seen once they get their full team. But I don't believe in Denver. Not at all. I would say Denver, like that was my favorite going into the season. But then after the uh the trade to this heart and trade makes me think about things like, hey man, like this clipper team, they might can do it, man. Like with that type of firepower offensively, if you got Kawhi go cooking, you got James Harden cooking, then you get whatever you get from Russell Westbrook. And then Pete and Paul George, you get all these. If you can get all four of these guys playing at a high level, yeah. man, all these guys are 50 plus, uh, 50 NBA 50 great players, man. 75, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's that's a hard team to beat. I don't think a LeBron team can beat that. Definitely not Denver. They don't have enough coming off the bench to beat that team. And then Phoenix, I trust Phoenix. Kevin Durant as your leader of a team, which they already said that Kevin Durant did his Devin Booker team. But just Kevin Durant teams to me, he's a great talent, but it's just like he don't have those leadership intangibles that you want in a, in, a, in your superstar player. That's just my personal opinion. So I never really considered Phoenix a, a, a contender, even with the Bradley Bill signing, because I just feel like if Kevin Durant wasn't on a Golden State team with Steph, with like who was like the clear alpha leader, he wouldn't want those championships. He can't do what? it by himself. Come on, dog. You don't, think, you don't think you don't think KD uh, KD cannot do it by himself. Dog, he would have had many rings. Come on now. Look at his career. So you now, got granted, you got granted I'm a, I'm a, Russell Westbrook, like they I get that dynamic of it, but like Brooklyn. This is how I look at Kevin Durant. You had it all in Brooklyn. You brought everything to Brooklyn. This was you. And you didn't close the deal. I think, I think, I think KD man has underachieved, like for the most part. What? Yes, I think Kevin. I mean, Kevin, like the expect, all the expectations that has got put on Kevin Durant, the teams he he's been on, minus Golden State, has underachieved. You oh. know, and, and like when you like, like just look at um the Dallas team. I mean, not the Dallas team, but the um the Brooklyn team. You know, we look at them. Um, look at Phoenix last season. You know, um, even I mean OKC. You know, when they had Golden State three to one. You know, and not saying that he can't get it done, but it's like, man, you gotta show me something. You know, you gotta show me the player that I know you can be. You know, what? good as he is, he'll put up some points, but it's like, see, this is what I'm saying. He's a great talent. But at the same time, you got to be able to get in your player's chest to play for you. Like, to me, he don't make players better, you know. 
And that that's the main you have to make players better around you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, hold, hold on now. Hold on now. Let him get his bars off. Let him get his bars off. I know you ready to get your bars off. Y'all captain. Hold on. Let's go to the beginning. First of all, Kevin Durant out of UT, rookie of the year, goes to a new franchise, OKC from by the way of Seattle. Comes in, makes an immediate impact. So let's start there. Right. He Check. gets, okay. he gets Russell Westbrook and James Harden. This team could not stay healthy early on. So we saw periods where it was Westbrook, then it was KD, then the Harden situation. They make it to the finals. We ain't seen a young team like that. Only Golden State, them, and also the Orlando Magic, y'all Florida boys, back in the nineties. We've never seen young teams like that go to the finals. Who did they lose to? The NBA leading scorer of all time that joined up forces and made a super team. Who going to beat the Miami Heat the second time around? They lost the first. Right. They going to win and the I, second. And I don't blame them for that. I don't fault them for that now. But go ahead. Okay. So you got that. So you can't hold that against KD. He was I, I don't hold KD. that one against him. I don't hold that one against him. But so, go ahead. So I, I, I am going to lie. I'm from Oklahoma. So KD – he is a whole ass nigga for saying he gonna stay and leave, so we're gonna forget that. <laughs> we're gonna throw that to the side. But but really think about that. They're up 3-1 against the Golden State Warriors. Golden State Warriors were coming off a championship. This was the best regular season team of NBA history. They won over 70 games and they got in to Russell Westbrook and KD's head. And, yes, that team lost, but going into that series, everyone was Golden State, not losing a game in the playoffs, period. So things happened. They fell apart. Now, KD, after that, going to Brooklyn, how easy y'all forget. Kyrie didn't want to play during the whole COVID thing. James Harden was injured. Y'all really forgetting if KD wore a half-shot size shoe down, that bucket counts. <laughs> Milwaukee doesn't go to the finals. It does not happen. KD literally was going up against the NBA champions by himself, took them to a game seven and a double overtime. Literally amazing. Okay. Now he's in Phoenix. What happened last year? The locker room. You had Aiden being messy. The coach just got fired. Chris Paul is old. Everything went bad for that team behind the scenes. Everything. You're not going to win. So now with this new rebuild, I get what you're saying. Can he lead a team? Does he have the intangibles? I get what you're saying in that regard. But some of this blame has to be put on the organizations, the situations. KD brings his lunch pail to work. He's the most efficient scorer in NBA history. He's a certified bucket and if you're asking me who I would have on my team over the KD, there's not many people I would take. I, I no, I'm, I'm going. To, I don't I'm, agree with that. That take. I just, I just think from from perspective of of when you look at the greats, when you look at the Jordans, when you look at the LeBrons, hell, shit. When you even look at like like the Kevin Garnett team, uh, not Kevin Garnett, that Paul, that Paul uh Pierce team with the, the Celtics. If you look at every chip. Of, uh, of, 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 get, of teams, there's always have been like a leader that can rally their guys, get their guys, get the you know, bring the note the best out they out the guys, <clears throat> and that's usually the best player on the team. So most and most 
instances. Or it's, they might have a guy like a, a, a Pat Bell or whatever. But I guess what I'm trying to say is, is that he just don't have it. I just don't see that. I mean, he got that dog in him. But I, I mean, it's when I need to see that dog in KD, he just don't be showing up. It be that shit be frustrating the fuck out me with him, dog. It's like, dog, you too good to be playing. You too good for this shit, man. That's what this, he was. That's this is my thing with with KD, right? You know, you 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 got now now rather you go to whatever team. Like I don't fault him for going to Golden State and none of that, them. But we all have to admit, with that championship, like it, it, it it's like okay, if you don't win another championship out of Golden State, we all have to admit his 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 resume is going to be questionable. You know what I'm saying? Because. We got to look at this here. Now, now not, not far as him being being a talent. We know he's like one of the most talented players to ever play the game. But we know that regular season basketball and playoff basketball is a whole different ball game. You know what I'm saying? So now he has proven, yes, that he can play in the postseason. But, boy, we know when it gets to that next level because, look, okay, he lost to Golden State. Right. Now. Instead of competing with Russell again, we knew that that was a was a another great talent. Instead of going and competing again, what did he do? He go and join the team that beat them. Instead of going, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, damn, like these are not traits of 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 having a leadership quality right here. You know what I'm saying? So now let's look at now when you brought up like okay now when you say. If he had a shoe size smaller, they, he in the final. I give you that. But what happened the next season when him and when him and um Kyrie played together? Kyrie didn't play. No, no. I'm just saying, like the next season in the playoff when they when they when they lost in the first round of the playoff, both of them played. Oh yeah, KD. Harden was out. They, oh, it was over. They lost to Boston. But, we went to the NBA right. Finals. They, they got swept. They got swept in the first round. KD yeah. did not show up. KD was like, we didn't know where he was at. They had a, they had him on the back of a milk cart because he was missing. Don't know where he was at. Well, Jason Tatum is better than than KD at this point, right? But that, but he got well. I I, 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 I'm not, I was I, I agree that Jason Tatum is better than KD right now. KD done lost a step. Tatum, I feel like Tatum is a better leader too than than, than KD in oh, my yeah. opinion. I think he's a better leader of his team. But, they, but how how I, like, age? Yeah, yeah. But now even with that, the team like okay, every you got everything around you. You know what I'm saying? Everything ain't work out for whatever reason. What's the next team you go to? You go to the Phoenix Sun, another championship caliber team. You know what Ooh. I'm saying? Ooh. KD, KD, the Suns, a championship they caliber go, team. They was they was they was like a what they was a year removed from the championship after Ooh, that yeah. season. Yeah, for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he go, he go there. So you gotta like now, nah, just just like on, the, you know what I'm saying. Just take about take out being a fan and everything like that. Though outside, just take away the name. Outside looking in, how will we? How are we going to look at this player? This is anybody else? Like damn, like dude, like come on, you know what I'm saying? So, so I think it's biased though because. LeBron switches up. LeBron switched teams just like he got it from LeBron. So that's number one. You know what the difference? You know what the difference? You know what the difference is? Now, if you want it, now I can understand when people say that, you know what I'm saying? They they formed the team. 
because you had a strong Boston team. Now they formed the team. Now, so now I understand if you want to bring out when he was with Miami, but he went back home. You know what I'm saying? Now, um, each team he went to was not a playoff team. They wasn't forget being a championship team. They weren't even a playoff team prior to him coming up. Okay, Miami Heat. They they had to kind of went down a little bit, but you add Bosch and everything, you're a playoff team. They would have been a playoff team without LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Um, Cleveland, even um 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 the Lakers. Lakers. These were not playoff teams when he got them. You know what I'm saying? When he his presence made them a playoff team. You know that's why I say it's a difference with how LeBron did it and how KD did it. It's it was a it's, it was a difference. Okay, I give you that. I give you that. I give you that. I give you that. But I wanted to say, but I to say, like before we said when it's something, I wanted this because we had brought up um James Harden. This is my biggest thing with James Harden, right? And I this would and like I could never I could, would never get this out of my head. Another team that had Golden State dead to the wrong. Oh man, they had man. Listen, James Harden was killing. Um, what's your boy, the two guard over there? Um, oh, Clay. Golden State, Clay, t- Clay Thompson. He was yeah. killing Clay Thompson the whole game going to the cup. You know what I'm saying? Clay Thompson was in foul trouble that whole game. The second half, you know what? You know what killed the Rockets. Stop them from going to to the championship game. Instead James of, instead of too, too, James Harden, he just says James Harden. It's call it what it is, huh? What you say? Shoot too many damn threes. Too many threes. Instead of you got Clay Thompson in foul trouble, you got probably one of their they probably their best defender in foul trouble, and you stop going to the cup. You get man, James Harden can beat anybody off the dribble. But you got you got him in foul trouble, and you quit going to the cup. You settling for three. You settling for the jump shot. You know what I'm saying? And you destroyed, killed the whole momentum of the game. You know that that put a bad taste in my mouth with James Hard, man. That probably would 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 probably never leave. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, damn, like you was you was playing gritty that game, and you stopped. What happened? Don't know. Don't know what the coach told you or what, you know, you told yourself. But this is the reason why I don't have a lot of confidence in James Harden. You know, nah. Not saying it can't happen over there, but it, I don't have a lot of confidence in him, you know. So what's your final thoughts, uh, Kane, on this basketball stuff before we said went to some football? Yeah, I you agree. I, think I, I know a little bit about football. I see what y'all boys got up, but uh, – yeah, I gotta I gotta agree with Greg right there. I definitely gotta agree. I don't believe in Harden. The Clippers are interesting, but we all don't trust Westbrook. We don't trust Harden. Paul George is getting gained by somebody five inches shorter consistently by Damian Lillard. He knows what time it is. And then Kawhi Leonard, we ain't seen him really play consistently, so no, I agree. I think putting James Harden in your team is just bad for the locker room, really bad for the franchise, but he's going to clear out cap space, so it's a win-win. Okay, before we get before we, before we go into football, I want to ask y'all 
one NBA team that you think is a dark horse that might creep up on some players on some teams? Go, go, Kane. Uh, I gotta keep it with the home team, Dallas Mavericks. I think you got Luca hitting game winners, Luca Magic. You got Kyrie, but really, I think we might have the rookie of the year and Derek Lively. Everybody want to talk about Wemby, but if you think about it head to head, not only did he have more points, he was more of a force down low too. So him coming off the bench, I think not a lot of people is talking about him. But if he Dallas was. can stay healthy with THJ, if you can keep healthy. Uh, with some of these younger guys, Powell stays healthy. With Luca being, and this is my opinion, I think Luca is probably one of the top five best players in the league. Look out for Dallas. Look out. Yeah, watch, watching that game, got, man. I, um, if I if I had to say anybody, man, I would have to go with um, giving them another year. You know, playing together. I got to go with Sacramento. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. I, I I gotta go to Sacramento. Yeah, Keegan Murray is mm-hmm. nasty. Me, I think we all I think we all like teams in the West, but a team that I like in the West, actually, you know what? Fuck it, I'm, a, I'm a, I got two teams that I, I, I'm liking. Low key, I like the Brooklyn Nets. I like the signing of um, that boy Lenny Walker. They signed, okay. and then I like on the Western on the, on the Western Conference a team. They not gonna they not gonna make the playoffs. But I want I'm very interested to see how this team is gonna look moving forward. I want to see what the Portland Trailblazers look like. Oh, okay. I thought you was going to New Orleans. Okay. Yeah, so I'm gonna go Portland Trailblazers, man. I like Chelsea Billups. He got eight and nine, eight and got out of a bad situation in Phoenix. Now he can go and be an intrigual piece of a team that like I think that's the biggest thing with Aiton was that he just wanted to be accepted. He wanted to be a part of something, like, and they weren't letting him be that in Phoenix. They went and let getting the shots. They're like, motherfucker, nah, you third option. And he ain't want that. So now he's going over to Portland. He can be the number two guy possibly. But uh, I like Scoop Henderson, Anthony Simons. They got a lot of young talent there, man. Uh, shit, so that's my two teams. But we right. talked about basketball for a little minute now, man. Let's say it wins.